that's weird. That's fucking weird. We should probably talk about it. There's a mystery here. We should start now. We're starting now. Um, we should talk about our pins. Yes. The pins are done. They're yes. here. They're real. You did it. <laughs> we made it happen. Uh, yeah, we've got these cool little weirdo enamel pins that look fucking awesome. Yeah. And if you want one, we're going to do a giveaway. Right. On our Instagram. Yeah. So make sure you follow us at That's Weirdcast if you want to win a really fucking cool enamel pin that I can't even describe without saying the F word. That's how cool it is. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I know. <laughs> uh, and then after we do the giveaway, we're going to sell them on our website. Yeah. That's weird.org. Right. Christy's fucking amazing and learned how to do things on our website. So. I am the best at copy paste. Yes. In just the right spots. You know exactly how to use that code. Very, very proud of you. Great. I'm proud of me too. So yeah, there's going to be like a little PayPal add to cart button on our website soon. And that's what you can use to buy it. They're like 10 bucks. That's it. No tax, no shipping. If you're in the U.S. Yeah. If you're in the U.S., thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, we don't know how to get this to you for. Yeah under ten dollars probably I don't, we don't here's the thing we don't know how anything works yeah this is just a hey we made these things if you want them here you go right um if you're outside of the u.s and you do want a pin just like message us and we'll figure it out yeah we can find out what shipping costs yeah it's not a big deal yeah it'll just be a little more than ten dollars we'll figure it out um speak like speaking of there's people that listen to us in other <gasps> countries which i'm shocked i know about. Um, there was someone in the UK that was listening a lot. Yeah. Then I feel like there was one in, I don't know if it was Japan, somewhere else. And I was like, what? Was it like Brazil or something? Oh, we definitely had a Brazil one. Yeah. For a while. Yeah. So whoever you people are, you're wonderful. Thank you for listening to us. Yeah. Um, I noticed that people are listening to us on Stitcher as well as iTunes. And yeah. we, we got somebody that said something nice about us on Stitcher. Oh, we did? Yeah. What did they say? I, it was really nice. <laughs> I'll have to go check. That's cool. So thanks for that. Yeah. If you listen to us on Stitcher instead of iTunes, um, sorry for neglecting you, but you can also, I think, rate, review, and subscribe on Stitcher as well. Yeah. So. um, Or whatever. Probably SoundCloud works that way too. Yeah. Wherever you listen, if you want to throw us a bone, perhaps you could rate, review, or subscribe. Yeah. Do one of those things, two of those things, three of those things, whatever. It makes us happy. It makes us want to record more episodes. (laughs) (laughs) This is That's Weird, by the way. Yeah. And it's episode 27? Episode 27. That's Christy. Yep. And I'm Ashley. And this is our podcast. Yay. What are you going to talk about this week? I'm going to talk about the mellified man. Excuse me? The mellified man? The mellified man. What does that mean? Uh, It's a human corpse confection. What? Made of honey. And human. So it is a thing you can eat. Because when you said confection, I got real concerned. It is a thing that you do eat. Ugh. It's a um, um, medicine, I guess, kind of. And it's known for curing broken bones, especially, but also pretty much anything. Um, like instantly, if you eat it, like magic, it'll just heal your bones. What? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what the logic is of why it'll work, but, uh, it's also not the only dead human medicine. So I'll list some of those at the end as well. 
I guess I never really thought about what our medicines were made out of. Do they sell this at Whole Foods? <laughs> Is it organic? <laughs> I don't think either of those are correct. <laughs> okay, fair. How are you going to get that much honey? It's not going to be organic honey. I don't know. Not even vegan if you have to eat honey. Jeez. <sighs> yeah. It's like double not vegan. <laughs> it's double not vegan. I don't know if vegans care about humans. I feel like they have enough nervous system that you're not allowed to use human products. All right. Fair enough. I assume. I don't really know. I don't know what the rules are. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, so first of all, people really do preserve their dead and honey. There's like, um, people found some old ancient like honey mummies in Georgia. Honey mummies. A little while ago. Honey mummies. That's so cute. <laughs> and uh, I think that some Burmese monks preserve their like top tier people in in honey when they die like only very important people get the the honey burial i think so maybe that's oh. what i that's what i got because honey you can't just have honey for every old person that dies right honey isn't cheap no <laughs> but it, it is a pretty good preservative because the sugar takes away all the moisture and then everything else in honey kills bacteria you can eat honey um like thousands of years later and it's fine as long as it's been properly sealed right and in fact when i was looking stuff up about this i found um someone mentioned that there was an archaeologist who found a pot of honey in like an egyptian tomb and they were like oh cute honey this is great let's try it and they dipped some bread in it and then they got uh human hair stuck in their mouth when they ate it because it was not just a pot of honey it was um like a pot of honey and a small child preserved in the honey oh my god yeah that's disgusting if you're not cursed already for breaking into the tomb you're that guy's cursed now who eats somebody's honey in a tomb That's fucked up. Literally, Winnie the Pooh became an archaeologist and <laughs> showed up and just ate it. That's messed up, man. Um, so the mellified man is the it's mainly mentioned in a book of Chinese medicine from 1596 by somebody. I'm going to not say it right, but Li Shijin, I think is how you say his name. Um, and he's got an entire section on um basically human-based medicine uh to be fair to him he there are several where he's like okay people did this but like don't do this <laughs> um i'm just writing it down but like do not do this smart yeah um but this was part of it in in mummies and according to him he's taking it from a quote of a night of a 1366 scholar in china who said that arabic people in arabic countries I, I don't think they had like arabic countries demarcated the way they do now so just you know arabs is what they said oh god um so that area of the world i guess uh made this medicine um so the process is you take a living person who's like 70 or 80 years old he's close to death uh and so he's willing to basically sacrifice himself to make this like pretty good medicine so, like, a real old, ancient, like, sure, mummify me. I sacrifice my body to science 
kind of thing. But you don't wait till you die first. You have to be dying. No, girl. You have to be dying because you have to be alive so that you can eat and drink nothing but honey until you sweat, bleed, and shit, honey. Um, I cannot. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say to that. Like, first of all, I don't think that's how that works. Yeah. Um, Okay. <laughs> But but theoretically, um, this old dude is pooping out honey, and eventually he's like, "Okay, I'm dead now," because I don't think you can get to that point and not die. Um, and then the dead the de- the dead honey guy gets put into a stone tomb filled with honey, and they etch the year on it, and then they age it for a hundred years. And then you just pop it open, and if you have something broken, then you eat it, and you heal instantly. I don't think that's how that works. I don't think so either. Wait, so does the man? <laughs> does the man? Is <laughs> I fucking? I don't even know where to start. Does the man? <laughs> I don't even know. Does he turn into a bee? No. That was not my question. To see, does he? Does he like um, fall apart? Does the whole thing just look like honey when they open it up, or is there a mummified person with some goo? Like, what is? I want to know what it looks like. I don't know because I, I assume like, if you've ever seen these, there are some preserved fruits out there that people have put in this sugar sugar saturation. And they shrink, so you'll have a pear that's, like, the size of a little fake pear, but it's a real pear that's been, like, candied, whole. I assume that's what this is going to turn out like. So you get to be a small... You get to be a a small, (laughs) magical, corpsey confection. Sounds delicious. I mean, who doesn't like salty and sweet, you know? Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, that's real gross, Christy. Thank you for telling me that. You're welcome. Jesus. You know what? If you have, if you had a broken bone in ancient times, you'd probably try it. You know what? When I broke my foot, if someone would have told me I had to eat some person honey yeah. and it would be fixed, I probably would have tried the person honey because <laughs> instead I had to walk around with a boot for six fucking months. I, I might try it, but like, how are you going to vet the fact that they don't have any horrible diseases from a hundred years ago? Well, would you get it just from the honey? You could. I mean, I don't know. Maybe the honey would have killed killed the diseases. But, like, pretty sure that's why cannibalism is usually pretty taboo is because you're going to get whatever disease that a human has if you eat a human. Humans are disgusting. Yeah, they're gross. Ugh. Long pig is not the kind of pig you want to eat. Ugh. So human-based medicine, back to that. Okay. Let's just move on. Okay. Let's move on to more things that are gross. <laughs> Uh, I just thought it was interesting that, I mean, this one was gross and, and weird and magical and unverified, but other things also, like, I don't know why everybody's trying to eat humans and think that that's going to solve anything, but they are. Uh, so, like, a, in Chinese medicine, um, some things make sense, kind of, like, there's urine therapy, and one thing mentioned that they, like, you can when you pee, some of the things that you pee out are like hormones and stuff. And then if you concentrate that into a powder, then you're obviously eating like salt and pee and things that you shouldn't eat. Right. But you're also eating 
whatever hormones that is useful to you for whatever thing that you're trying to eat that for. So you you eat someone's pea powder instead of just taking like a hormone drug? Yeah, like in like in ancient China, I guess they would be like, here, take this. Whereas now we would be like, all right, well, here, I'm going to give you a steroid prescription for this thing. Well, how do we know that our pills aren't made out of people's pea powder? They probably are. <laughs> that pill I took today, it smelled like mint. That, I mean, definitely I made out of the reason why it smelled like mint is they didn't sterilize it very good and it's got some urine cake in it so ew urinal cake some i guess urinal cake yeah mm-hmm. damn christine um other things were like um you're supposed to put human breast milk in an inflamed eye which i guess makes sense because it's got like antibodies okay <laughs> if you have pink eye probably will work any old milk well just human milk. just human milk i mean i guess you could use any old milk maybe I don't know. Go get pink eye and put some I wonder if raw ever cow milk that. in there. I feel like parents usually have kids that have pink eye. Oh. And since they're a parent, maybe they still have some breast milk. Maybe. I wonder if they've tried it. I mean, parents out there, let us know. <laughs> have you tried this? We don't recommend it. I mean, I don't recommend any of these things. I'm not, um, I'm not putting my stamp of approval on it. So... People also enjoyed some powdered mummies from the mostly the Middle Ages from the 12th to the 17th century is how long this went on, though. Um, They called it mummy powder. It's supposed to be um, powdered ancient kings of Egypt, but it was usually just ground up bones from whatever desiccated corpse was in your neighborhood. Oh, that's real fucked up. Yeah. Um, In. England also there was a a thing called the king's drops and it was a liquid made from powdered skull and it was going to promote vigor not just any skull (laughs) obviously human skull right but yes if you want to be vigorous eat some fucking powdered skull is it really that important to be vigorous do you need that in your life I don't ever want to be vigorous again (laughs) you know what I could use some fucking vigor but like why (laughs) why do you need it I don't know that seems dumb I'm upset. Um, <laughs> Romans thought that gladiator blood and liver could cure epilepsy. I don't know why. I don't know why they thought that. They were just like, well, we need some blood, and here's lots of people that are losing blood fast. Let's sell it. That's true. Um, speaking of which, the sweat of a dying man is supposed to help with hemorrhoids. <sighs> it's real specific. I don't know. Why? I don't know. Um, also, if you have some aching joints, you can put some human fat salve on you, which was available in the Netherlands until the early 20s. Human the fat The 1920s salve? rendered human fat was just sold to people. And they were like, yeah, this really helps my joints. Is that... See, that's a business I can get behind. But how are they extracting the fat? Is that from dead people? Yeah. Oh, you can't. Not live people. Well, don't you think today there could be. (laughs) (laughs) You're trying to get Fight Club? (laughs) Don't just saying today you think maybe liposuction, they could then turn that into a cell. I don't know. Never mind. It sounds dangerous. It sounds real gross, but I'm just, I'm just saying. No, I think they had to be like, um, I think they had to be dead for a lot of the things because (laughs) another name for the, the human fat salve was sometimes called the hangman salve. Because 
I guess hangmen were like also kind of surgeons and stuff. So they would be like, all right, so I'm going to hang this guy today. And uh, then I'll make a salve out of him and sell it. Yay. Wow. Yeah. They had a whole business around it. Seemed pretty profitable. Um, and also uh, in the 17th century, there were some British doctors that prescribed distilled brain pulp of a violently killed man to cure cranial ills, including epilepsy, I guess. Violently killed? Violently killed. Like, not just any dead man. He had to be violently killed. You know what, and I, then he'd take his brain and then he'd mix it with crazy shit. I believe all of this shit <laughs> because they do this stuff to animals now. What? There's like, like in certain countries, like they have to torture the like dogs and cats to because it makes it things taste better. And like, girl, what? In, in their mind, it makes things taste better. That's some. Um, it's horrifying. That's like in a horror movie when people are like, yes, I feed on your fear. Be afraid. Your meat is much tastier that way. That's what they really think. There's some countries that eat animals in that way. And it's honestly fucking it's it's my least favorite thing. Yeah. Fuck those guys. (laughs) In the whole world is my least favorite thing. And I know that the animals in our country are also horribly abused, like factory farm, which is probably why they taste so good. Apparently. <laughs> Apparently. Um, I know that it's it's horrible for all creatures, but that's why I believe this. Like they make um that's why they kill rhinos for their horns or sharks for their fins. Like and they think that that's going to heal some ailment. Like shark fin soup and, and all that shit is supposed to be good for you. I, it makes me so angry. I don't get angry when it's humans, sorry, but I get angry when it's animals. And so You're I, like, I believe it. I keep doing it to humans. But I believe at some point humans were like, oh, this is fucked up. They were doing this to each other. Hey. Let's do it to animals. Yeah. That animal can't stop me, though. Like, its family isn't going to come after me if I kill it for this. So I'm going to do that instead. Oh, my God. Well, actually, Ashley. Oh, no. As recently as 2012, I found something that said uh, South Korea had to start cracking down on their in their customs to stop people from importing powdered human flesh capsules, basically. Uh, it was so I think that the concept is similar to like when, you know, like real crunchy pregnant ladies then have their placenta powdered into capsules oh, yeah. when they have after they have their baby and they take those. Yeah. Um, because it's like babies that died and aborted fetuses and the resulting everything uh, just the medical waste from that basically yeah they've taken it and powdered it and illegally imported it from china to south korea this is real by the way medical waste i found this story as a from the bbc not like a weird republican scare thing (laughs) not from cool interesting (laughs) stuff.com right exactly (laughs) And they had to they had to crack down on it because like one that's fucked up and two uh, it had all kinds of fucking bacteria in it that it was real bad for humans because it's human waste. There's a yeah there's a reason why like human and medical waste has to go in like a certain bin like yeah. it can't just be thrown out with trash. Yeah, cannibalism means communicable diseases, guys. <sighs> so don't eat mummies. Yeah, if you were thinking about eating other people, if you're maybe thinking- you don't. There's probably you can get more diseases from the mellified man than he can cure is the bottom line. That makes sense. Yikes. 
So anyway, yeah, people have been eating <laughs> other fucking parts of people for centuries, I guess, to try and cure something. And I didn't know that before. And now that I know it, I hate it. Seriously. The honey thing really threw me. Yeah. That's that one's the weirdest by far. I mean, wow. That one's the star. <laughs> that's the star it, of the that's story. That's the star. And also just it's only that one guy retelling another person's story that was a couple centuries old already by then. Jesus. And uh, he even is like, yeah, I don't know if this is real, but like, I'm going to put it down because what the fuck? He's like, this guy told me this crazy ass story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you won't believe this. You won't believe it. Well, congratulations, Christy. That is really fucking weird. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Mine's definitely not that weird, my story. I mean, it's weird, but. I think I'll be the judge of that. Oh, okay. Good. Wow. I think that you win because it's always a contest. I think that you win this episode. <laughs> um, I'm, I don't know if I'm, I love honey. So now I'm upset. Yeah. Also, I kind of want to be mummified in honey when I well, die. Right. That seems cool. Yeah. I was going to donate my body to like a body farm. Oh, I kind of want to be turned into um, a tree. Yeah. That sounds nice. Or like. Yeah, you know when you go, they just put your body out and they're like, okay, fuck it. And then you just get eaten. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who's doing this? Mm, like Zoroastrians, I think. Oh, my God. <laughs> you just put your body out, like, whatever. <laughs> Who's going to eat you? Just other, like, an, you want scavenger animals yeah. to eat you? I don't want I don't want a fucking bird it just to eat me. seems like really wasteful to be just taking up, just continuing to take up space. But under the ground. Yeah. I could I could go with cremated if that's the cheapest. I think what I what seems most appealing to me is when they bundle y'all up into a little eggy that looks like hatches a tree. Yeah, that is really cool. Yeah. I'm into that. Because then it's not like gross and also not that wasteful. Yeah. I had a friend that wanted to be either shot into space Ooh. or preferably he was going to <laughs> hire someone to take his dead body in a helicopter over a volcano and then drop it in <laughs> oh but he would have to like pay a really sketchy person to do that who 100% would just throw your body away yeah or and, sell it and then keep the money like they Most would not go it. through the trouble of flying over a volcano and dropping <laughs> something out of it yeah the thing about trying to stipulate what happens to your body after you die is there's no way to check up on that and make sure it happens no hmm. sucks okay well <laughs> <laughs> on that high note <laughs> so i'm gonna tell you all about <laughs> golden eagle <laughs> Golden Eagle. Which is a name of a car. It's the car that supposedly inspired Stephen King's book, Christine, which tells the story of a vintage automobile possessed by supernatural forces. Wow. I didn't know that had a background. Yeah. Just well, thought he was like high or something. <laughs> I think he, I think it was both. What is that commercial? Porquino Las Dos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Porquino Las Dos. Um, why not both? Uh, yeah. I, I as far as I know, this was the inspiration to that book, which later became um, the movie Christine from John Carpenter. Um, so Golden Eagle, the name of the car. It's a uh, 1964 Dodge 330 limited edition. 
I wow we'll you, have to put that in our show notes because I think it means nothing to either of us no we're like what is that well, I'm imagining whatever old 50s car I imagine in the stories about the man with the hook hand 100% it's kind of looks like a station wagon but that's it's, not scary at all but but like red and old looking shut up okay anyway um <laughs> i'll post a picture of the damn car in our show notes don't you worry so this car is supposed to be the most evil vehicle in america it's wow. an evil fucking car it was originally purchased as a police car in old orchard beach maine apparently there were three different officers who drove that car and every single one of them died <gasps> in like murder suicides what where they killed their entire families and then themselves what are the odds they have three different officers in this tiny town oh in Maine. my god yeah i didn't google whether or not that story was true but it sounds cool yeah i mean not good for them but no, no. damn yeah fuck uh the car was then sold because obviously yeah get rid of that fucking thing uh other owners of golden eagle which by the way who named it that like Golden Eagle, was that the? I want to know if the police officers named it that. Yeah, they were like, yeah, Golden Eagle. <laughs> Sounds dope. Sounds cool. Should have been more like this a, red station wagon. <laughs> she more like evil Raven or evil Raven. Raven, I don't know. Raven seemed like the worst bird. What is a a mean bird that's evil? Mm, yeah, I mean, more like a vulture maybe. Vulture. That's like another like yeah. mean bird. I yeah. mean, eagles are raptors. They're predators. I saw an eagle fight another eagle for a seagull in the middle of the air once. Were they in love? No, they the, were not in the, love. The eagle and the seagull. Nobody was in love in this story. Oh. <laughs> there was only a battle of these two birds killing this other bird. Damn. And this happened. I saw this on a beach on the 4th of July. <laughs> It was the most American thing wow. I've ever seen in my life. Oh, what a great story to tell because this is going to go up like yeah, July 3rd or 4th or whatever day it was. It would be July 3rd. July 3rd? Okay, yeah. cool. Anyway, back to this car. Other owners of the car reported experiencing odd things like the doors would randomly fly open while they were driving down the street. Just getting overall like creepy as hell vibes from this vehicle. It eventually ended up in the hands of the Allen family, who claim that the car is totally fine and not evil. And I guess it's nice to them. Like, they're the only... It's nice to them? They're the only f people or family that it's ever been nice to. It hasn't killed any of them. Oh. So... Are uh, they killing other people right now, though? Well, right. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'll tell you a little more about the Allen family yes. later. They seem okay with it, even though... So, they, they say that it's fine, but they also say that it killed 14 people. They're like, yeah, like 14 people died in this car or because of this car, but like, it's fine. It's just a car. Like, mm. um, they're in danger. Yeah. The family is a little strange. Uh, in the eighties and nineties, the car was vandalized by local churches who of course thought that a demon had possessed it and was like living in it. You know? Wow. Uh, and that resulted in the deaths of several churchgoers. <gasps> no. Because <laughs> you don't fuck with evil shit. Wow. Um, these churchgoers died in bad car accidents. Some were decapitated by 18 wheelers. Others just died under strange circumstances. Oh, no. Yeah. So this is where I feel like I should come in and say, just for the record. <laughs> but after doing some Googling, I couldn't really find any news stories to back up any of these claims. 
or of deaths, you know? Right. I also don't know if like some church people died in a horrific car accident. If the news story would then mention them being vandals, (laughs) probably not. Or that they were possibly cursed by a car. Like, I don't think that would be in the news story. So I didn't really know what to Google. I could have just gone and looked at the deaths in this main town town or like, well, those people must have touched the car. Exactly. Or just the state of Maine and seeing how many officers have died. And like, I don't know. I I could look that up, but that's your research, but that's not the show that we're doing. right. Yeah. That's not this podcast. I'm (laughs) sorry. That's not, that's not where we're at. So if that's something you want to (laughs) do, you by all means go for it. Please tell us about it, though. Yeah, let us know what you get. Um, other stories I read about this haunted slash evil slash possessed car is that it was somewhat involved in the deaths of a couple of children as well <gasps> who were hit by other cars and then flung across the street and they landed in front of or on the hood of Golden Eagle. What? So <laughs> they were hit by other cars. Like, the evil car didn't kill them itself but they like landed on it and it was just hanging out like watching being like yes like there were at least two examples of this happening where like by the time the ambulance got there the kid was dead and it was like really close to the kid was really close to the car i don't know yikes so that's fucking weird yeah and then there's one last story about a kid in 2008 which is pretty recent who just touched the car once and then he went on to murder his entire family. What? Yeah. Again, these are just stories. These are it's like um urban legend right stories. But also 100% true. Yeah. I, for the sake of this podcast, so true. <laughs> I mean, here's my question. If you encounter an evil thing like Jumanji <laughs> or Golden Eagle, yes. Why would you fucking sell it to someone or like the Amityville horror house. Like why do you sell it to people? Are you fucking evil too? Like what's wrong with you? You need to tie something around it and throw it into the ocean. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. Sage the shit out of that thing. Leave it somewhere where it feels safe, but no one will find it. So you, even if you die, <laughs> cause it's going to kill you anyway. It's not even if you sell it. Yeah. If you own an you own evil the car. Thing. Yeah. You are then required to get rid of it and possibly risk your life doing so. <laughs> don't just like. Don't just pass it on to somebody else yeah. like a dick. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? That's messed up. <laughs> so, yeah. I uh, I don't know if, if any of these murders, deaths, whatever you want to call them, are accurate. But they do all come up when you search for this car online. So, if you're Googling Golden Eagle, you're going to see these stories. Um, and it's pretty creepy. Uh, nowadays, the car seems to be retired from its evil ways. It has been chopped into several pieces. Oh. And it sits on the property of Wendy Allen, who you will remember, the Allen family. They like this car. Right. Uh, that lady, by the way, she has her own mysteries. She's interesting. She has mysteries? She has her own mysteries. <laughs> She's got this website. Oh, my God. <gasps> It's crazy. Uh, She claims she lives, and I shouldn't say claims, but whatever. Uh, She claims that she lives next door to the KKK and that they have killed all of her animals and they dump garbage and, like, sewage on her property and they tried to kill her once. They, like, beating the shit out of her. Oh, my God. Um, It's just, it's a lot. 
it. And wow. She, like, she like has all these stories and videos and things and she has pictures of her with the car. So she claims that the car is fine and nice. But if all that stuff is really happening to you, maybe you maybe should blame the not, car. Yeah, maybe you're not okay. I mean, I would believe it if she didn't think just like, does she just think like all of the KKK lives next to her in like one frat house? I don't know. She says that. Or just like somebody who's racist is right next door and they're also terrible. Knowing us, we would, if we knew her in real life, we would defend her. A hundred percent. Based on like she's, there's like, it's a whole thing. I don't want to get into it on here, but it's, (laughs) I'll I'll show you the, uh, the website, but. Give me some background. Yeah. She's got some stuff going on. Uh, And I would hope that the car would defend her since she's the only one's ever been nice to it. So if. Um, the KKK is really, you know, like creeping around her property that you think it would do pull a Christine and like turn on and then mow them down. Yeah. I would hope. I, I would think so. Maybe like, their sewage will get back to the car and it'll decide <laughs> that it cares again. No, kill them. It'll become radioactive or something. What if all of its victims unbeknownst to us were actually like really shitty people and it is a nice car. Yeah, maybe they could have all been future KKK members. Well, they could have been current. Like what time? Like I don't know. How old was it? It's old. Yeah, there were there were some happening in the the sixties. A lot of it, I think, was in the eighties. <laughs> We've decided that this car has a anti-racist vendetta against. <laughs> we're now officially Team Golden Eagle, and wow, get them, get them, Golden Eagle. Yeah, nobody's gonna be upset if you kill some KKK members. <laughs> I mean, they might be, but... I don't give a fuck what they yeah, think. Yeah, we can handle it, I yeah. think. So, yeah, that's the background on this car, on Golden Eagle, which... Scary. Yeah. The car definitely exists, and people seem to be frightened of it, but I don't know if it's actually killed all those people. You can decide for yourself if that really happened or not. Um, in the pictures that I found of the car, it does kind of like an old sort of station wagon. It's like... It used to be like an orangish color, and it was kind of cool looking. Oh. But now it's a faded red color, and the interior has always been red. Has it? Like blood. Just gradually absorbed the blood of its victims? <laughs> I know. Probably. <laughs> Seems appropriate. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, that is Golden Eagle. Still alive and kicking, even though I think it's like technically put back together, but it was like sawed into like several Somebody pieces or took something. took it apart and then yeah. promptly died, probably. Yeah. So, it, of course. Maybe it's only nice to the people that own it because they put it back together. Maybe. Yeah, the lady... So, the other church people stole it and... Which is brave after their brethren or whatever yeah. were killed. Um, they stole it, cut it up, and put it in different places. And then this lady, Wendy Allen, lost her fucking shit and she wanted her car back. And so, nice people went and found pieces of the car and brought them all back to her uh-huh. and so she kind of put it back together and it just like sits in her yard i mean maybe people are doing terrible things to her if people are sneaking in her backyard and literally sawing apart a car and hiding it you know what girl if there's something if we can help wendy allen in any way we should because that girl's <laughs> gone through some stuff oh my god yeah um there you go golden eagle wow i think it's a pretty crazy weird story i will post photos of the car i will post a link to um, where you can read more about it and maybe even a link to Wendy's site, but look at that at your own risk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to Google it right now. Good. Um, what would you do if you if you found something that was evil and you touched it besides die? Like wash my hands really well or? 
<laughs> I don't. I would hope that I never touched anything evil. You'll I'm, never know. I know until you touch it. Well, if some weird stuff started happening to me. Then I guess I would. I'd go buy some sage and like try to sage the house. Mm-hmm. Wash That's my a hands good plan. really good. Yeah. I always get mad when they use like holy water and things because I'm like that. That's stupid. But at the time, if I if I was if it was my situation, then maybe I'd go get some <laughs> holy water. Like, you know what? Like you know what? I'll take the help that I can get right now from anybody. <laughs> so. Sure. Great. Give it to me. <laughs> uh, how do you feel about Rob Lowe, the actor? <laughs> this is random. This is very random. Um, I feel like I have this weird feeling like he's not really a good guy, but I what? like him. Did you watch Parks and Rec? Yeah, I watched Parks and Rec. Okay. And also I watched... Um, Wayne's World, where he was the oh, that's bad guy. Right. He was the bad guy. In that. Yeah, and also Tommy Boy, where he was also the same character but different yeah. situation. Good old Rob Lowe. Yeah. Um. Well, he's got a new. I thought it was a clickhole article. I swear, <laughs> it said Rob Lowe. I saw Bigfoot, and I thought it was gonna kill me. Something like like that was the headline, and I was like, "What is this amazing clickhole article?" Wow. No, it was real. It was like the Huffington Post or something. Really? <laughs> so he's he has a new reality show coming to AMC or something. Does or he just A&E see monsters and stuff? Um, yeah, it's him <gasps> and his kids like hunting or searching for the paranormal. And they, I guess, see Bigfoot at some point. Wow. So. I mean, I'm watching it now. So Rob Lowe, one of us. One, one of us. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I was going to mention that at the beginning. And I totally forgot. So wow. sorry for being random, but I felt that people needed to know. I liked that Good. tidbit. You're welcome. Yeah. There's your, I'll have weekly Rob Lowe news for you. Great. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, yeah, that's it. That's it. Show notes, as always, that's weird.org. That's also where you'll be able to buy our weirdo enamel pin pretty soon. Yeah. Sometime this week, we'll get that going. We'll get a picture of it. So if you want it, you'll know if you want it. Yeah. We're trying to be professional here. We need to take some sassy photos of our pins <laughs> and then we'll throw it online. Mm-hmm. And if you're following us on Instagram at That's Weird Cast, we will let you know. Right. We're doing the giveaway. Yeah. So we're going to give away like five of them, right? Yeah, we can give away five. Yeah. So sure. it's a good chance you might win because there's really like five people that listen to us. So <laughs> you're good. So if you want one, like. <laughs> you're doing great. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's. You got anything else? Not really. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Wow. Yours was sultry. I like that. <laughs> <laughs>